the only talk radio afternoon drive show that makes sense beyond the headline with Aldrin Simpia right here on SAFM and off to the top story of the day action SA leader Herman Mashaba says this morning's fire tragedy was a disaster waiting to happen and he goes on to say that he was insulted and called names when he raised the red flags about hijacked buildings so far the death toll has risen to 73 we have been warned that the number is likely to increase and Herman Mashaba now joining us on the line good afternoon thank you so much for making time for us just your initial reaction to this tragedy well, first of all, uh, good afternoon, Aldrin, and uh, the listeners. Uh, really very sad moment uh, for South Africa to lose uh, innocent um, 73 lives. Uh, so condolences to, to, the fair, to the victims and their families. This is uh, an accident uh, which was bound to really happen. As far as I'm concerned in my life, this is capable homicide because uh, I think uh, this uh, the situation uh, of hijacked buildings in the city of Johannesburg is something totally unacceptable. It's something that is, uh, <clears throat> could have really been avoided, but obviously we decided to ignore it and carry on uh, drinking expensive uh, whiskeys and uh, and champagnes and thought uh, life is normal when uh, people were living in totally deplorable conditions. So when I raised this matters, uh, really highlighting it, people chose uh, to unleash vicious attacks, uh, calling me all manner of names and look at now what, what has happened. What do you recall the pushback was at the time when you were mayor? Well, uh, let me give you the perspective. When I took over the city as the mayor of the city of Johannesburg, uh, one of the first uh, projects I embarked upon was to really look at the housing uh, the, the list and discover we are sitting with just over 300,000 uh, people, families on on a housing list. Some of them uh, dating back to 1995-1996. At the same time, universities were looking for accommodation for, for, for their students. But then I discovered in the process, they hijacked the buildings and uh, the, the city is not doing anything about us. So I used the opportunity during the 100 days uh, of uh, my mayoralty on the 1st of December 2016 to highlight uh, the challenges and uh, said uh, we are going to, uh, to, uh, to, uh, to, uh, to find the owners of these buildings in the event we cannot find them because the Constitution of the Republic of South Africa allows us as government to expropriate uh, property or land in the event that you cannot find the, the, the owner and you're using it for, for, for public good. So I said, uh, this is what's going to happen. And by that time, we had already carried out uh, some raids in some of these buildings. In all the buildings that uh, we, 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 we raided, 80% of the people we found in these properties were, were foreign, undocumented people. This was a fact. I wasn't saying it because of any other thing. Just, just to really give uh, the reporters I'm giving to you. But now, instead of actually listening to me, then uh, so-called human rights lawyers, including the ANC themselves, the minister, minister of Home Affairs, Malusi Gigawa, went to even the extent of reporting me to the Human Rights Commission of failing xenophobia. I don't know what this matter had to do with, uh, with, uh, with the xenophobia. It had to do with effects. But fortunately enough, I'm not the kind of person easily distracted. I went on this and the court of Africans, uh, including council, to really buy into this uh, inner city rejuvenation. Very difficult project because uh, 
I needed the support of the province and national government, and that uh, he tried to engage the Premier Makura at the time. No interest whatsoever, but uh, I soldiered on. By the time I left, uh, um, 154 of the buildings uh, were already taken, given to the private sector through the, uh, the reports that went through council. Uh, generating 32 billion rents worth of investment, creating uh, 14,000 affordable accommodation, creating 22,000 permanent homes, that, uh, I mean, jo- permanent jobs. And I identified over 600 buildings and I committed to the people of Johannesburg that uh, of these buildings, every year, minimum of 100 buildings, I'm going to give them to the private sector to build affordable accommodation for poor people. But unfortunately, uh, ANC and DA realized that uh, I'm a cheeky black. I'm of, uh, focusing my energies on poor communities, and they decided DA to call me an EFF mayor. And uh, with yep. the ANC, we realizing that some of their members were involved as part of this uh, hijack syndicate. So the two of them decided to let's remove this uh, cheeky black. They then formed uh, a, a pact to come out with a motion of no confidence against me. I was Let's... lucky enough that uh, I came across um, uh, the secret meetings before I was removed, and I decided uh, to, uh, to to really yep. give that uh, to revive. Just quickly now, because the problem still remains there, what do you think should happen? Um, what, what, should, what do you think should happen now? How do you also deal with the issue around gentrification? Because at the same time, you still have poor people who still need places to live in, but living in the CBD is very expensive. Well, look, uh, you know, without having the support of national government, national government from obviously giving political support, without getting the support of our criminal justice system, I'm sure, Aldrin, you, I know you interviewed more than one where I raised the issue of saying, you know what, big cities like the city of Johannesburg, one day I want to live in a society where there must be, we must be given prosecutorial right so that we can prosecute criminals. We must have our own prisons because we are not getting the support of uh, of of of, uh, of national government because they know they knew that sure. uh, uh, prosecution and and prison were not the competence of the city. So it, it, it became a free for all for the criminal elements. Uh, they disregarded and continued. Okay. But I was really fighting the fight and uh, right now. Uh, to be honest with you, if we've got to find this, uh, a permanent solution as South Africans, we've got to really then decide to put in a government that yep. uh, can can really live to our lived experience. What was the NGO that got the lease um, to operate in the building? Was that done under your term as as mayor? Uh, no, I believe it was done. In fact, I was not even aware at that. Because, I mean, I had, at the time when I was leaving, I left the city, we were dealing with over 600 uh, buildings. I so you're not one, too sure? This was one of the, yeah, no, so I wasn't really sure. I mean, I wouldn't really uh, remember each building uh, okay. of, of more than 600. So. Herman Mashaba, but, I believe, the, but I believe the building belongs to the city of Yes, Johannesburg. Herman Mashaba, the leader of Action SA and former mayor of the city of Johannesburg.